0: Welcome to Royal Table Talk. My name is LaToya Conway Hampton and I am your host. And today I wanna have a really deep, delicate conversation about the hidden victims. So, are you a hidden victim of domestic violence? Did you watch your parents argue in the home? Have you ever felt afraid to go to sleep because you was unsure of what could happen? Have you ever felt like butterflies running through your stomach at the point in time where mom or dad comes home and they come together. If so, you may be a hidden victim. And what that looks like for us as you grow up to an adult, you can become the victim or you can become the abuser. But with help, you can become the healthier adult that you've always known yourself to be. I am a survivor of domestic violence who first was a hidden victim. And today's topic is very, very personal to me because I come from a family of abuse. Now, there have been times in my life where people would say, everybody fight, everybody argue, everybody cuss each other out. I have to tell you that that's not the truth. There are really actually healthy relationships out there. What does a healthy relationship look like in your eyes? Ponder, take take a minute to really think about that. What does a healthy relationship look like through your lens? For me, a healthy relationship is non-judgmental. It's a supportive person that can encourage me to do the things that I may be afraid to do, that is there for me when I need them, physically and emotionally. A healthy relationship comes about only after you are healthy so the hidden victim the likelihood of a hidden victim being healthy is zero why because all you've grown up with was dysfunction i can remember a time as a child and it's in my book now i know if you can't protect yourself you can't protect your children it's at Amazon. You could go Latoya Conway Hampton at Amazon. And it talks about being a hidden victim of domestic violence. And I can remember this one particular time, every maybe twice a month, there will be this very loud smell coming from the spice factory up the road. That smell would be so loud. it would make your head hurt. You kind of feel nauseous on your stomach. Well, I'm reminded majority of the experiences that I have as a hidden victim with my parents being uh, abused abusive to each other, well that smell was there. And it was on a Friday, my father worked as a springer in a furniture company and this every Saturday, excuse me, every Friday he would get paid and before he comes home, he would stop at the record store, purchase a record, get some wham whams and Zuzu, some snacks for me, something for my mom, you know, drinking, celebrating Friday, I get paid type of thing. But I often remember and often still triggered as a 52-year-old woman, when I smell that, it was a Tampico company, now Tampico make juice, but back in those days, they, they worked really, really hard for seasoning and i would smell this smell and i knew in my stomach in my gut that tonight is not going to end well they're going to, I, and and i used to say is that smell making my dad and mom act crazy is that smell making the people in the world violent and and argue well it was kind of a coincidence because friday was the day my dad got pra- paid Friday was the day they bought more alcohol. Friday was the day that the spice company made this smell. And so it just all was a coincidence. However, in my spirit, I am so triggered by that still today. Certain smells triggered me and I go back to when I was a hidden victim. I go back to when I was a little girl and my mom and dad would fight so this particular incident that stands out the most for me mama was very very beautiful and i remember she had on this red outfit and my dad came home and um his friend was there and he was upset because his friend was there but they would always do that they would come over before dad get home because you know somebody buying a drink they're buying everything you need to party then we gonna make sure we get there by the time they get there because don't nobody would have miss a free a a, a free party Um, and his friend was there. And so because my mom was very beautiful, very beautiful, and, um, she was the hostess with the Moses. So she would be coming in there. Hey, you want something to drink? Let me, you know, here, let me give you something to eat. And for my dad, it was, um, it was very uncomfortable. So this particular day he came home and he was so upset with her. And I just remember that they began to fight and, um, well, he began to fight because uh, Mama just would fall over and just let him do whatever you know he needed to do on most occasions. And that particular day, he he hit her and her whole he's like backhand her and the whole her whole mouth split in half. And so I remember growing up thinking I would never ever ever allow a man to hit me like that. I'ma be the first one to get them. Well. As an adult woman, I experienced the same exact thing except for I punched my abuser in his face and his mouth split open. And as soon as I seen his mouth do that, I got triggered by it um, because we were we were fighting and my first thing is to protect myself. And, and I'm not standing here blaming it all on him because I played a major part in that abusive relationship. But I was so triggered by that and it, it sent me into the little girl within me that experience that trauma so when you're in your home and you and your partner are having a disagreement and you're yelling and arguing and belittling and disrespecting each other your children are picking up on that what you are doing is you are setting them up to become either an abuser or a victim right so in spite of them with the desire to never, ever, ever want to get an abusive relationship. i seen my mother go through that. i seen my father. I would never do that. That's exactly the opposite of what they're going to do. That becomes normal. That's their normalcy. That's their world. That's how parents communicate. As I shared a little bit in my book, it talks about my first form of communication was yelled voices. That's the only way that my parents talk to you. They just screamed and screamed and screamed. And I, again, I work really hard to tone myself down, but I'm very loud. I'm clear. I'm very loud. Always have been. Much better. But this is what I seen growing up in my house. Even when I'm not upset and I'm excited about something, my voice starts to raise. It was my first form of communication. So while you're sitting in your home and you're saying, I'm a good mom, I'm a good dad, I've done everything for my children, I make sure they have a school fund, they have life insurance, they see the doctor, you know, they're clean, they have a decent house. Don't forget that it's your responsibility to teach them how to communicate effectively, right? You have to teach them how to accept and embrace the word no. Or not have an adult tantrum. Have you ever had a friend that you tell them no and they get so mad at you, so upset like, oh my God, did she actually really tell me no? Hello? Yes, no is no. And sometimes you have to embrace hearing a no. That's the first time you start to see in your relationship your partner act out when you say no. Because sometimes you don't know how to receive no. So as we talk about hidden victims, And we talk about the children, I, as a 52 year old woman, and I always, I always go back to that number because sometimes in my mind, I feel like at 52, you should be in a different place mentally. When you think about the things that you've done when you was 25, you know, you just reverse it. 52, 25, I'm in a much healthier, responsible place, but I see my children living out my past. And it scares me. It scares me to the fact of either what can they do? Now, as a counselor, I know what they can do. Get some counseling. Get counseling. Go to therapy. Have a support group. Communicate about what you feel and learn how to communicate with your partner. Counseling. Get a person who's been there, done that type of uh, environment with the support group. Uh, be around people that are like-minded, be around people that are involved in changing their lens, their perspective and how they see things in life. Go to a therapist that can be very neutral and may not have had that experience. However, they come with a set of skills that can help get you from one place to the next. Involve yourself in a support group. They have men's support groups, they have women's support groups and youth female and youth males also go into a program. Now, when you mention program, uh classes, people are like, "Oh, I don't need that." I remember when they told me I needed a parenting class and I had seven kids. I'm like, "For what? I got seven kids. I don't need a parenting class." Well, obviously I did because I'm much of a better parent today than I was before those classes. So, get yourself involved in some support groups if you've ever seeing your parents be dysfunctional what that means arguing fussing fighting belittling you worthless you good for nothing now I'm the first to say I do not play the dozen that's an old terminology but it, what it means is I don't like talking about people because I don't want to be talked about when you talk about me and you say you're just playing that's mental abuse because now I'm in my mind you know this is my husband my kid or whoever I'm in my mind thinking okay, do this person really mean this? Is something wrong with me? Do I look like that? Or am I acting that way? So I don't play the dozen. I don't want to talk about you and I don't want you to talk about me because it it weighs in on your heart and your psyche as well. So when you think about help, think about going to some support groups. Think about having conversation about what you grew up hearing are you picking unhealthy people and you don't understand why maybe look at the way you was raised good bad or indifferent um because i'm now a grandmother so i made a lot of mistakes as a mother and i get a chance to do better as a grandma and um and i work hard at that you need to know but i also think that growing up i i I suffered a lot i had a lot of emotional abuse sexual spiritual physical, financial, you name it, I had it. But that's not what you get to see today because I've taken those steps off. Therapy, counseling, support groups, and treatment. And with all that help and support, I'm the woman that you have the honor to see today. So moving from a hidden victim to a survivor is very necessary. But sometimes we don't even think that what happened and what we've seen and what we know about Growing up affects us as an adult, but it truly, truly does. So I wanna encourage you, if you're making choices in your relationships that's not working, that resembles mom or dad or whoever parents you, because sometimes it's not our biological family, and that's okay. We still pick up unhealthy people who parent us their behaviors, okay? It doesn't matter. Reach out and get yourself some help because you could be a hidden victim which is now causing your children to be a second generation of hidden victims. And if you know, like I know, to watch your children suffer the way you swore you would never causes you to go inward and reflect on your behavior and how you parent your children. So hidden victims, are you a hidden victim? Could you use some support? If so, reach out to Two Lifestyles Women Empowerment Program Uh, twolifestyles.org, reach out to us. Maybe we can support you with some information um, to get you linked to some services. My name is LaToya Conway-Hampton, and I am your host, Victim No More.